The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Make the most of your life. When you remove the blocks that are holding you back, you can bring inspiration, passion, and purpose to yourself and those around you. This is the Hoffman Connection with your hosts, Raz Ingrassi and Ed McLoon. Our hosts and their guests will give you the tools that you need to improve yourself by bringing you closer to what really matters. Now, here's your host. Welcome to the Hoffman Connection. We are in Northern California. I'm Rasin Grassi, the president of the Hoffman Institute, and uh, it's a beautiful day here. I hope it is where you are as well. And if you've never heard of the Hoffman Institute, we are this year celebrating 45 years as the leading personal development program, helping people who are serious about change. So if you're serious about change, we've got something for you. But the Hoffman Institute is available in 16 sites around the world, 11 different countries. We've helped about 85,000 people worldwide. It's an amazing eight-day retreat of personal development and personal discovery that will change your life. My co-host here today is Hoffman teacher and therapist Ed McClune. Over to you, Ed. Thanks, Russ. Nice to be here with you after being away a week teaching. You just reminded me a, a person in that last process was um, somebody who'd been in personal growth since the 70s, a therapist and educator. And he's, what you guys got going on here is like, Top of the line Cadillac with all the features. It's an impeccable course, and it was just it was a great feedback to have on that. Anyway, we're here, and part of the Hoffman Connection is to help you feel more connected to a life you love, both by bringing you tools and, and ideas, education, but also connecting you to people out in the world who are creating a life they really love by connecting to a, a greater community. Um, so welcome to the show this afternoon. And if you're interested in learning more about the Hoffman process, you can attend our free confidential weekly introduction calls right after this show, if you're listening live, every Tuesday afternoon, 5 o'clock Pacific time. You can go to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, for more information on our introduction calls and on the, uh, the process and what we do in this radio show. Many other things, including a promotion that we've got going on, which is $125 off our major course, the Hoffman Process, or our, car, our courses for graduates, including Inner Work for Leaders and and the Q2. All that information is on our website as well, hoffmaninstitute.org. And now to uh, get into the meat of the show, Raz, why don't you introduce Joe? I'd love to. Um, the title of our show today is, Is Your Child in Trouble? We really wanted to get everyone's attention because when someone's child is in trouble or a family you know has a child in trouble, the whole world seems to stop. It's been said that a parent is only as happy as his least or her least happy child. Um, Joe Gall is an educator, one of the most important educators in the United States today. And when you and I think of education or hear the word education, 
believe me, whatever you're thinking of is not what Joe's got in mind. What Joe has pioneered and figured out is that character development is the essence of education. And without character development, without a school and a family that produces character development, it doesn't matter what kind of grades people get in school. It doesn't matter how well they're liked by their peers. What really, what, they're not going to make it in life. They're, they come out shortchanged. And so Joe Gauld is the founder of the Hyde Schools. It's a network of seven public and private schools recognized as the forerunner in character education. Joe founded them in 1968. Four years ago, when he was 80 years old, he did the Hoffman process. And he did the Hoffman process because it validates everything he'd been developing about what he called negative emotional dispositions and positive emotional dispositions and the importance, the central role that parents play in the development of character for the kids. Joe's now 84. Actually, in the process, he decided to start calling himself Joey, and most of his friends now do call him Joey. We can do that on today's call if we'd like. Uh, He's a consultant. He's a... uh, pioneer and he continues mentoring to parents and families and he has discovered things that we all really really need to hear today and so i invite you if you're if you're a parent if you're planning to be a parent or if you were a parent uh this this show is for you and i want to mention before introducing joe bringing him on the show that he's got a new book coming out in september what kids want and need from parents how to bond with and mentor children, what kids want and need from parents, how to bond with and mentor children. And I read it in in galley form electronically. It knocked me out. I thought if Bob Hoffman could have written a book on education, this is the book he would have written. So if you're a a Hoffman person, you don't want to miss this book. Joe, welcome to the Hoffman Connection. Thank you. Glad to be here, (laughs) Russ. And Joe... So you, you founded the Hyde School in 1968, and what was your you, – you were in education up until then. You were like a headmaster in important schools and all. Uh, but what was your inspiration for starting the Hyde School? Well, actually, uh, I had a crisis of conscience in 1962. I was a teacher, coach, uh, assistant headmaster at a school, and on a New Year's Eve party – I got off by myself and uh, uh, had a uh, I had this crisis of conscience where I realized I really didn't believe in what I was doing as uh, good as the things were. Uh, I realized there had to be some better way to uh, uh, to prepare kids for life and. Uh, you know, when I had that realization, I also realized that uh, if I wasn't responsible, uh, that I, I felt that kids around the country were were failing kids. And I thought to myself, if it wasn't my responsibility, whose was it? <laughs> so <laughs> it's like I was playing in this uh, huge game of uh, morality and I got tagged it. <laughs> so that started me on this path of trying to find a better way to prepare kids for life. So that's you know, how it all started. Well, it's been said that uh, a friend of mine said, we've all heard the expression, many are called, but few are chosen. 
And a friend of mine once said, you know who gets chosen? How do you get chosen? And I said, no. He said, you choose yourself. So it sounds to me like you got called and you chose yourself for that role, and you've just done an amazing job since. Um, but tell me or tell us, our listeners, what are some of the really important issues that you are helping kids and parents to deal with at Hyde in, in character development? What's the essence of what you're trying to accomplish? Well, when I started the first school, uh, actually it's uh, 1966, um, um, I, I started with the, I wanted to focus on the kids, uh, on the individual, not the subject. So the founding principle was every individual is gifted with the unique potential that defines a destiny. And I sought to support that with the uh, idea of the development of character, courage, integrity, concern, curiosity, and leadership were the five uh, qualities that I chose. And so uh, that was the original focus of the school I, I, I didn't know whether that was going to work, but I felt if we made a commitment to it that uh, even if it didn't work, it would lead us to something that did. I was looking for something better than the way we were doing it. Uh, well, the more I got into that, you know, the deeper I got into that, the more I saw that uh, this was really a different way to prepare kids for life, and then by 1974, um, without going into all the things that we discovered, but the big thing I discovered is you can't go to that level of dealing with character and unique potential without dealing with parents and family. So that became our primary focus in 1974. So you started learning way back then. I think I, I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but my understanding of what you're up to is that kids, you know, everyone wants how do you change troubled kids, and you learned, figured out that kids can't change unless parents change. Is that, is that right? Yeah, yeah, and, and that that simplifies the whole situation. That you have to realize that uh, in character development, parents are the primary teachers. And the home is the primary classroom, and uh, they're they're linked uh, much deeper than uh, most people realize. And so, if you really want to help kids, uh, help the parents. So, uh, Joe, uh, uh, you know, parents all want to help their kids. They want to get involved in the kids' schools and uh, so on, and. Uh, you know, they end up raising money for the gymnasium or whatever they do, coaching the kids' basketball team. But you're talking about something completely different here. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was talking to a Hyde parent. I remember the first time I, I learned about this about six years ago. And uh, what I learned, correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I what I began to hear is, hey, we signed our kid up for, for school, and then we, in order to do that, we had to sign ourselves up for the whole Hyde system, and that meant that they were learning too. That they had to—I mean, tell us the kind of commitment that a parent takes on when they're when, when one of their kids is with you with the Hyde school system. Well, you, you you have to accept that you're the example. Character is taught by example, and uh, there are uh, even deeper things that uh, 
you know, your, your childhood, uh, uh, we're all affected by our childhood much more than we realize. And so how we are affected in our childhood also affects our kids. And so we have to deal with our childhood. So at Hyde, for example, uh, in our boarding schools, we have two boarding schools. Uh, the, the, the parents will come up, uh, three times a year and spend four days at the school where they'll deal with their own growth, they'll deal with their family, uh, and, uh, so that, uh, they're taking this, uh, you know, this, uh, essentially this teaching role, uh, which, uh, uh, really begins to bond them with their kids and also begins to establish them as a mentor for their kids, uh, uh, which is so important because their kid needs that kind of leadership. That's amazing. That's really fantastic. Um, We're going to be taking a break right away, Raz and okay, Joe. Ed. We'll come back in just a couple minutes. I want to invite everyone who's interested, maybe parents in particular, um, this is a great opportunity to speak with somebody who um, has walked both sides of the educational fence as a parent and a grandparent and a dedicated teacher for decades. And if you'd like to ask Joe a question, um, we'd love to include you in the show. The line here is 866-472-5788, 1-866-472-5788. If you would feel more inclined to send us a question, uh, an email, radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on the Hoffman Connection. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. one 472 5787 That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. 
To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Here on the Hoffman Connection, I'm Ed McClune with Raz and Grossi and our guest, Joe Gauld, who's the founder of the Hyde Schools. Joe, what are some of the major concerning issues that you're helping parents and kids deal with these days or at the Hyde Schools? Well, I think one of the first uh, things that we uh, help uh, families deal with is what we call the achievement culture that if you look at our schools today they're they're all focused on achievement uh the uh the main concern is uh academic proficiency uh, which you know we we believe in academic proficiency we want our kids to go to college and everything else but there are much deeper concerns with kids that are not being dealt with and so uh what you're doing is uh in our society you're making kids focused uh on what they can do not on who they are and uh uh the important thing if you you're really going to help a kid to grow you've got to focus on uh who am i where am i going in my life what do i need to get there those are the three key uh, three key questions that a kid has got to deal with. Now, if you're going to keep, if you're going to get that kid into school and have him look around and see who am I going to compete with and how well am I doing in terms of everybody else, uh, the kids are not going to deal with those questions. And so, uh, with, with these kids, um, you know, if we look at kids with the idea that they have a public self and a private self, uh, they keep their private self to themselves. And uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of self-doubt in that private self that they don't deal with. They don't share that with anybody because... Uh, you know, they're competing with everybody else, uh, in just one area, and that's the academic area. Well, if you believe every kid's unique, uh, the kid's got, um, different potentials. There, there are things that the kid has to, that needs to develop, to develop that uniqueness. And so that's the first problem, and, and the parents don't realize how much they've invested in this achievement, I mean, you go to a party and uh, you ask, uh, "How's uh, how's Johnny doing?" Oh, he's uh, he's getting A's, or uh, he's an honor roll student, or he's uh, dyslexic. Uh, I mean, uh, the the first answer you almost get out of somebody, it's going to relate to how he's doing in school, and not. Uh, uh, how uh, uh, this uh, person is a unique individual. So you see, uh, that's the that's the achievement culture, and so that's the first thing that we uh, try to help parents begin to understand and help the kids begin to get out of is start focusing on who are you, 
and uh, get the parents to realize that that's got to be the first thing that they need to do because uh, they need to focus on the kid's character. So that's so, that's the first thing. So, so Joe, um, I remember reading in your in your book what kids want and need from parents, uh, and how to bond with and mentor your children. And I remember reading in your book that uh, happiness isn't the point. That yeah. excellence in parenting and the family is hard to find in America these days, and that with all the advice and knowledge about how to raise children, most parents are trying to make their kids happy instead of actually understanding that they have to bond with their kids in order to help them become humans, in order to help their, their, their real development, and that with this big charge forward to make their kids happy and get them achievement-oriented, uh, that we're really sacrificing the, the, the children ever reaching a, a successful adulthood. And I'm just wondering if you, could, if you would mind comment commenting on, on the importance of bonding with your kids and the reason for doing it is not to make you feel good or just to make your feel, kid feel good. It's to accomplish something. I don't want yeah. to put the words in your mouth. You say it. No, but, uh, yeah, you want to prepare kids for life. Now, uh, life is difficult. I mean, you're going to, if you're really going to find yourself in this world, you're going to succeed, you're going to fail. Uh, you're going to, sometimes you're going to be happy, sometimes you're going to be unhappy. So it isn't a matter of trying to make your kids happy. Uh, you want to, uh, sure, we don't like to see our kids unhappy, but that's part of life. If you're going to go ahead and uh, live a life and really strive to become your best, then you're going to, sometimes you're going to be unhappy. That's part of life. So it isn't a matter of trying to make your kids happy. It's a matter of having your kids, trying to help your kids realize their best and to get the satisfaction of knowing what their best is. And so that's the kind of preparation that a parent wants to uh, help a child do and what a school should want to help a, a, a child do is help them appreciate what their best is. And when you do your best, even if you you do your best and and uh, you don't win or anything else, there's still a deep satisfaction that you get. But you, you don't want to put kids in this uh, uh, world with the idea that you've got to win all the time and uh, you've got to be happy all the time and everything else. That's not life. Um, adversity, uh, we, we humans thrive in adversity and we flounder in prosperity. That's the way we're built. So, <laughs> so we don't want to turn you, around. You, and you, you talk about the fact that in striving for excellence, we find the excitement of bettering ourselves and that there's hardly anything more exciting than bettering ourselves and that means that people have to discover also their innate desire to strive for excellence. That, and it's not something you put onto a kid trying to get the kid to strive for excellence. It's something you reveal that's already there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, Carol Dweck 
did some great uh, uh, experiments with kids. She took two groups of kids, and <clears throat> one group, uh, she praised the kids. They, they praised the kids for being smart. And in the other group, they praised the kids for their hard work. And then they gave these kids a series of uh, 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 a, a, a series of tasks to do. And at the end of the six tasks, um, the kids who were being praised for uh, being smart were outdone by the kids who were praised for the hard work. Now, why? Because the kids who were praised for being smart, as they went along, you gave them a new challenge. Uh, they were afraid to try to do it because they might find out they weren't so smart. Hmm. Whereas the kids being praised for hard work, you know, a new challenge came on. This was a chance to prove uh, or show that they're hard workers. And so they accomplished so much. So you see, that's a, sort of an indication of uh, what I'm saying. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah. Ed, did you have a question? I was just going to throw it to break and come back with a question, Raz. We're just okay. against the bottom of the hour. So, um, again, putting out the phone number, especially to parents, but anyone else as well who would be interested in asking something of Hyde School founder Joe Gauld, you can use the uh, our toll-free phone number, which is 1-866-472-5788, 866-472-5788. You're listening to the Hoffman Connection, and we just want to remind you that you can find out more at hoffmaninstitute.org about the Hoffman process and our $125 off promotion on our courses through the rest of the year. That's at our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. We'll be right back with Joe Gauld, more on the Hoffman Connection. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McLoon, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. And we're back talking to Joe Gauld, founder of the Hyde, Organ- the Hyde Schools. And Joe, earlier you were talking about these three questions. Who am I? Where am I going? What do I have to do to get there? And it seems for a lot of us, adults in particular, that a lot of us don't know the answers to those questions. What do I want? We're so enculturated in, well, I should want what I'm learning from the outside I should want. I should want this kind of career and that kind of income and this kind of family. Is How do you experience the kids who come to school being able to answer these questions and how how do you help them to find authentic answers in, in those questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well I think uh, that's uh, we have what we call seminars and uh, where uh, people really begin to look at themselves and that's true for parents and teachers as well as students. It's part of the whole process of unique potential. And uh, you see, uh, the, the problem that a lot of us have when I talk about private and public self is that we share our public self, you know, how do, how do we look to others, and we keep our private self to ourselves. And uh, the difficulty of that is that there are things that uh, in our private self that we're ashamed about and our past and uh, that we don't want to share and so um, so we just don't go there now the important thing is to uh, we need to learn to accept ourselves we need and, uh, and once we begin to share that with other people you see then we can begin to accept ourselves for what we truly are, that, you know, we are imperfect people. And uh, this is true about human beings. We're imperfect. And so once we can begin to accept that and uh, begin to be that person, not the public self that we uh, present to everybody else, but that inner self, that uh, personal uh, one, that we, that private one that we are to ourselves, and that's when we really begin to get self-confidence. That's when we begin to be who we truly are. And uh, as you do that, then you begin to let out your potentials. Then, you, then you're uh, willing to try things. You're not afraid to try things because you've accepted the fact that sometimes you're not going to do things well. Uh, and so that begins to be, you know, where are you going? And it's, it becomes much clearer to you. And so that's that's the uh, general idea. And so seminars are a big part of the Hyde process. Well, Joe, I uh, I'm remembering something that Bob Hoffman is sort of, at least in our circles, famous for saying, and he he said that the one of the greatest, most moving things you could ever experience 
is children and parents coming together again, reuniting in pure love. And I know that that happens, that that's what you do. Um, mm. And and th- these are like the, the wholeness, there's a healing, something happens. And I, and I know that your, your setup makes makes that occur and that you witness it a lot. And I was wondering if you might be willing to share with us, not with names, but just... Um, some of the things that you've seen that you that you really uh, that have moved you and that you recall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you see. I think that the uh, in that uh, in response to that, what happens is that so often, see, that the parents are are trying to uh, get the kids to see something, and the kids. Uh, are resisting what the parents are trying to get them to see because they don't think they can uh, perform. In other words, the parents have a picture of what the kids should be doing, and the kids have a picture of themselves, which is not uh, what the parents are seeing. So you get that gap. Now you get them... Um, you get them together where the parent begins to share uh, at a level that the kid can identify with, and uh, uh, you know, and, and some of the things that uh, some of the concerns that the parent has in his life, and some of the things that um, you know he's screwed up on, and uh, so forth, and now he becomes a more human figure to his uh, son or daughter, and now the son or daughter, uh, you know, is much, begins to see the parent who's trying to help him or her uh, more as a human person. See, kids can't identify with our achievements, but they can identify with our growth. And so if, if we've uh, you know, screwed up at some situation, they can identify with that. Now we become a human figure to them. And so now you've got the kids and the parents have made a connection. And uh, so now the kid begins to see the parent in a light where, and not a defensive light anymore, you see. Now begins to see the parent in a light, not only that the parent is trying to help them, but in a way where the kid feels that I can accept that help. I feel I can live up to what my parent is is asking me to do. And so that's when you begin to get these, uh, where the love between the parent and child really come out, because the love of the parent is really expressed in trying to help this child become all they can become. That's the love. And so once the child is, stops being defensive to that, then the, then the love comes together between the parent and the child. So it's not that the child feels uncomfortable with the parent's challenges, but actually it creates some kind of intimacy that on a level the child can relate to? Yes. Yeah. 
I don't I don't feel I have to be as defensive now. I now understand my parent. They they want that. Um, see, they don't want to be the friend of the parent because the parent is the mentor. That's not what they're not looking for a friendship, but they do want this. Uh, they do want to appreciate the parent. You know, they really care for what the parent is doing, and they want to express that love. Yeah, what you said. Kids can't identify with our achievement, but they can identify with our growth. Yes. It's something I'd like to, you know, have tattooed somewhere just to remind myself. I mean, we, you know, all of us parents got to write that on the palm of our hand, you know. Uh, but one of the things I'm, I love that, and I'm so struck by Joe in, in reading this, this, the galleys of your new book. Again, I want to mention it to everyone here. It's, I said earlier in the show that it's the, I just know it's the book Bob Hoffman would have written if he'd been a famed educator. And really uh, understood everything because, uh, you know, because you all have been said that Hoffman will really succeed when it's into education, into the educational system. And uh, everything, Joe, you've done uh, sort of came together when you, I, I think, when you did Hoffman because you had discovered uh, that kids can't change unless parents change. That's very Hoffman-esque. Uh, you discovered negative emotional dispositions and positive emotional dispositions. and uh, And then you also... Uh, did did the Hoffman process at some point for yourself? I want to ask you to tell us a little bit about what it meant for you to do Hoffman. Oh, that was really something. Uh, you see, I, I, of course, I was uh, I I came uh, to do Hoffman first of all to experience it because you know at that point I was really seeing how that was really uh, as I often called it. Hide heavy, heavy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so um, I, I, I saw that, that was the direction that I was learning and dealing with parents. So I wanted to see it, and I, I knew that uh, I wasn't really doing my best in life. Now I didn't know what it was that was holding back, but I just had that feeling, you know. Yeah. I had that instinct that I, I want to do my best, and may, I had the sense that I think Hoffman can help me do it. And uh, I've always been you know, this very intense guy, and uh, who uh, uh, could get uh, angry, and uh, you know, and um, I thought that was all part of my commitment. You know, here I'm trying to change American education, so sometimes you got to really fight and all this. into being that 
ineffective little Joey. <laughs> you know? And so it wasn't just a matter. I, I had always thought, well, I'm this hard charger, and that's the way it is. Sometimes people don't listen to you, and you got to be forceful and all that kind of stuff. Well, it wasn't that at all. <laughs> it was <laughs> I was reacting to people not listening to me as <laughs> the fact that they were putting me back as this yeah. little Joey that nobody would listen to. Yeah, so, so the secret was, was 70, 75 years before. Yeah. And it was such a revelation to me that here things like... Uh, uh, there were there were about five attitudes that I had that I just uh, that Hoffman helped me look at, and that was the uh, the anger, uh, the uh, impatience, the frustration, the sarcasm, the my way or the highway. There were, those were five attitudes mm. uh, in one session that I looked at and realized that's not me. That's, wow. that's just my defending, you know, people, uh, you know, not re- reacting to little Joey. So when I got back, you know, through that whole process that you have, when I got back, that was almost five years ago now, and those attitudes are no longer part of me. And so it's been a huge change for me. It sounds like you're pretty happy about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raz and Joe, we've got a caller on the line, Larry in California. We're going to go to him, um, but first we're going to take a quick break. This is the Hoffman Connection. If you'd like to learn more about the Hoffman process, you can uh, find out at our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, and there you'll also notice that we have a discount on our process of $125 or also our work for graduates of the process, some of our other courses. And if you'd like to learn more about the process, also on our website, you can find out about our 5 o'clock every Tuesday afternoon introductory call, and that information is there as well. We will be back more with Hyde School founder Joe Gauld in just a couple of minutes here on the Hoffman Connection. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? 
The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Hello, this is Raz and Grossi here with my co-host, Ed McClune, and we're talking with Hyde School founder, Joe Gauld. And by the way, if you want to know more about Hyde, just go to their website, Hyde, H-Y-D-E dot E-D-U, Hyde, H-Y-D-E dot E-D-U. Wonderful place to go and learn more about this program. Now we want to take a call from Larry. So, Larry, you're on the air. Hi, Raz. Um, <clears throat> we uh, have a nonprofit here in Sacramento where we go into uh, the local juvenile hall and talk to the incarcerated kids and basically we're doing exactly what you guys are talking about right now. Um, you had mentioned mentors, and mentors are our whole gig where we try to get these kids uh, to match up with a mentor. And we need help in trying to get male mentors. I mean, we can get as many gal mentors as we want, but guys are to get guys to talk about emotions and and try to deal with uh, troubled youth, at-risk youth. Boy, it's like pulling impacted wisdom teeth without Novocaine. It's, it's, it's not easy. Do you have any ideas as to how to get guys to come out and talk about what you're discussing right now? Joe, you have an idea? Well, uh, this is the... Uh... One of the biggest problems our society has is the uh, single-parent families, you know, where the husband is not there. Um, and uh, if you want to look at the poverty and uh, a lot of these um, uh, statistics that you're talking about, I mean, if you look at the, what is it, uh, I think it's 85% of the youths in jail are come from fatherless homes. Um, it's uh, it's very difficult. I, I wish I had something I could suggest to you, but uh, um, it's it's uh, it's an issue that this society. It's funny that you mention that because I'm working on an article right now that deals exactly with what you're talking about trying to deal with the idea of the single-parent family that uh, uh, we've got to we've got to do something about that in other words we've got to realize that it 
takes two to raise kids. It does. Uh, the, these kids, especially the boys, need male affirmation, we find. And in order to get that male affirmation, guess what they do? They join a gang because they get that affirmation from those guys. Now it's negative affirmation. Yeah, Larry, do you have any training programs for the mentors that you bring on? Yes, our organization trains the mentors, and then uh, Probation Hall, uh, Probation Department, Sacramento Probation Department, uh, does a training as well. Do you have the number for the Hoffman Institute? If you will, um, just I'll tell you what, I'll give you my my email address, Raz, R-A-Z, at HoffmanInstitute.org. Raz at HoffmanInstitute.org. Send me a note. And I have a few ideas for where you can find some men like that, or you might find some men like that. Sure. Great. Thanks, Larry, very much. We want to uh, see if we can get Tim from California on the line as well. Tim, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Hi, Joe. Um, Hi. My wife and I have a a wonderful 7-year-old son who's incredibly bright, and he's part of a national program for profoundly gifted children. Two years ago, he skipped kindergarten and has just finished second grade where he was doing math for third graders. Um, so several times he has told us that he was getting harassed for being the youngest person in his class. And uh, for various reasons, uh, he'll be going to a new school next year, and he's sad because he's going to miss his friends. And uh, Do you have any advice for my wife and I on what we can do to help our son make the adjustment to a new school and to be comfortable being the youngest person in his class? I think, I, I think that's very difficult. Um, you know, because uh, the system, uh, you know, is moving them ahead on uh, basic one one thing, and that is that his uh, ability to handle academic work. And so, I think uh, I think you have to work extra hard on uh, uh, trying to overcome that, uh, because it is going to be difficult to. Uh, he may, he, maybe he'll run into, uh, some kids that will, uh, support him. But on the other hand, uh, you know, it is going to be difficult. So I think it's one of those things where you have to keep a pretty sharp eye on the whole situation. And also, uh, hopefully, uh, there are, he's got friends, uh, his own age or, that uh he likes and uh, uh plays with and uh that uh, are supportive um, i think that's uh, uh beyond that you know it's 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 just not uh easy i wish i had something better to say to you uh, well, yeah. I think- yeah, I think it's uh, it's important here. Your 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 concern for your son is really about uh, the things that Joe's talking about today. Namely, you realize it's not just all his academic accomplishment. You you are, you know, Joe often says that our goal with all our kids for them to be self sufficient by age nineteen or right around roughly around age nineteen. And uh, uh, I want to urge you to Roger to get Joe's book to look for it. It'll be out in September. What what kids want and need from parents, how to build, how to bond with and mentor your children. Uh, and go to the, to the hide.edu uh, 
website and start start really looking into your your kids got the academic side. You know, most people are just worried, worried, worried about the kid getting the academic side. You now have the luxury of focusing on something uh, that's the whole other side of it. And uh, I wish you so so much luck with it. And I'm sure I'm sure your your son is very very lucky to have a father like you who's concerned on this level. Yeah. So thank you for calling in. Thank you. Um, Ed, how are we doing on time? Are we near the wrap-up time? Or yeah, we're, we are at wrap-up time, Raz. Okay. Um, Joe, thank you so much for being with us today. It's more than an honor for us. Ed and I have both been involved with the Hyde School for uh, quite a long time. We, we in fact, do the Hoffman process. Ed teaches it there uh, on the Hyde School campus because Joe understood a while ago that uh, kids have to parents and administrators and teachers need to be involved in their own growth and their own change in order to be credible to kids, in order to mentor and help kids. And so Hyde School definitely is uh, walks its talk and is engaged at that level, and it's just such an honor and privilege for us to be in any way involved with your grand life experiment, Joe. Well, it's been an honor and a privilege for me to be associated with the Hoffman Institute. Thank you so much. Ed, you got anything you want to tell us about uh, next week or what we're up to? Or do um, you not? <laughs> no, only that, um, you know, to, I'm going to be on the introduction call in just a few minutes. And if you're listening live at 5 o'clock California time, and you can go to our website to find out more. If you want to learn more about the Hoffman process, ask questions. I'll be there with um, Liza Ingrassi, and we'll be answering questions. It's a confidential call. And also that the Institute is offering a $125 discount on many of our courses, um, and we'd love to... Um, tell you more about our courses and it's all available on this introductory call every tuesday afternoon 5 p.m and the way to find out all about all of this with the organization is hoffmaninstitute.org Raz, thank you it's nice to be back from teaching and be on the air with you look forward to next week whatever we're doing we're going to be talking to someone amazing and fantastic next week. I just don't have that person's name in front of me. But a couple of say, amazing so and much. fantastic guys talking to somebody else's Ken amazing. Blanchard. Ken Blanchard. Oh, my God. <laughs> fantastic. Oh, man, what a privilege to talk to Ken Blanchard. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> One-minute manager. You the show next week with us, Joe? You can... <laughs> <laughs> we have you interviewed Ken Blanchard. That's, Ken Blanchard is the, well known as being the author of the One Minute Manager, the best, the most, uh, uh, the best selling uh, series ever on business in the New York Times uh, book list. He is uh, he, he is an extraordinary and outgoing guy. You're you're going to love talking to Dr. Ken Blanchard. So thank you, everybody. Thank you again for being a part of the Hoffman Connection. Please join your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon, again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, make it an outstanding week.